potatoes. 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 What's up, everyone? This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode 37. And today we're going to be talking about weddings, not ours, but yours. Please feel free to join us on Facebook. We are now streaming on Facebook Live currently. And uh, you can also find us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And all of our social medias are out there. Please like, share, talk about us. Uh, all those things that everybody always does online. And uh, I'm here with Jay and I'm that's Jay over there. Hi, everybody. Hey, Jay. And I'm also here with Eric. What's up, everybody? And next week, I'm going to switch it up because I think I did that last week, too. I'm not as seasoned. I'm number one. Like several weeks in a, row. in a row. I'm not as seasoned as Eric. I used so. to alternate. Well, yeah. And, and then we'd still screw it up. Yep. And I'm working on it. I'm working <laughs> on it. I, I have far to go before I am able to step into your shoes fully, my friend. Rachel prefers toot. Toot? To you said fart to go. Uh, oh, Toot snap. to go. <laughs> I feel wow. like you're so much more natural at it than I am, though. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's really considerate of you to say. So, everybody else, pull up a chair. We are here with Lunchtime in Rome. Jay, please tell us what Lunchtime in Rome is. What is what's it about? It is Imagine If It Was Lunchtime in Rome. What would you be doing? You'd be talking about food. You'd be talking about life. You'd be laughing at the great stories your friends and family shared. And you'd be shaking your head and crying at the bad stories that they told. That's what we're doing here, except we're not in Rome, and it's not necessarily family. It's based on Romans twelve fifteen in the Bible, which is rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. The first part of the podcast is us modeling that, living life together, sharing life uh, with one another, because what happens is most people live life alone. So we model that, and then we talk about a way to keep people from feeling that way, sort of the instructional side of things, and then we wrap it up by... Telling people they can do better and highlighting those who can't do better. Yeah. That's what this is all about. That is what this so, is all about. So pull up a chair, just like you said. You are one of us. You are part of us. And we are excited. And I am so excited that in a little bit, we're going to be talking about some weddings from other people's lives that they have shared their stories with us. And, uh, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, we do have several stories about it, too. So thank you, everybody that did chime in. You're also welcome to continue to chime in as we're on Facebook Live. If you're out there, please uh, share your wedding stories, things that went right, things that went wrong, things you remember, things you would do differently. What, what was unique? What, what was, was unique, unique about your wedding? Because it is your unique wedding. Mm. Nobody does the same wedding. Yeah, enough business. Let's get into our week. Sure. Um, I had a great date. With Amy. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I was with Amy. <laughs> that would make for a very dark podcast. Um, I had a great date with Amy. A lot of wiggle room. Oh, snap. Look Thank at you. you, my man. Um, we did go to Wiggle Whiskey, but we started our night off at Harp and Fiddle. I believe the name of Mulaney's the Harp and Down Fiddle. Down in the south side? Down in the south side. Down near you. No, 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 strip no. district. Not south side. Oh, okay. Yeah, far um, up in the strip district. And like not in the heart, you know, you were talking about your anniversary dinner mm -hmm. with, with Rachel and just so much open and honest conversation. Um, and, uh, we had last week's episode. Yeah. I feel like we had just a great night of catching up with each other, like just connecting again and talking about where we are with certain things. Um, and I feel like we level set a lot of things. We talked to, like we talked a lot about our health, where we are in terms of, you know, like I'm kind of disappointed in myself mm. where I've kind of let myself go and I want to get back on track. And we had a great conversation about that. Um, and, you know, things about finances and where we are. And um, it was just a really great, open, honest and vulnerable conversation between the two of us and kind of level setting where we are. Brian, you're pointing at me. And isn't it amazing? Yeah, because I'm 
what 18 almost 19 years into my marriage and two kids and it is amazing how you you when you go on those intentional dates you're like yeah i see my wife all the time you know right but then you go on those dates and it's like wow right it's it's like a breath of fresh air like right. how well, did we I mean, miss all this we literally lay our heads down next to each other every single night but sometimes your world's apart and right you know and, and how true is that for how many people everybody I mean, I, I feel like that's true for everybody. There's no way you're touching base on everything that you need to touch base on every single day. And it, it was a great time. We went, so we had this great, it was a, it was like a quesadilla and it was a bean corn. It was, it was definitely like a vegan slash vegetarian quesadilla. And it was one of the best quesadillas I've ever had. And it's funny that I'm oh, talking about. Oh, vegans can make good things. <laughs> but I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> but I'm saying at a harp and fiddle Irish well, pub. Well, that's where I was going. You just <laughs> stole my line. <laughs> like, that is oh, not my a... name is harp and fiddle. Welcome for the <laughs> vegan corn and Yeah, that, that's not a thing. Case of um, but it was fantastic. And it was really, really good. And then we went to Wiggle Whiskey. And that was a lot of fun. We learned about a lot of the history of whiskey in America, how Pittsburgh or... Western Pennsylvania is the birthplace of American whiskey. Um, hmm. And uh, Mr. Vigel, because he was German, the W sounds like a V in, in our English language, um, had a big part in in what whiskey is in Western PA and, and his part in it. And, and the Germans, huh? Yeah, the Germans. Not the right? Irish, because we got a lot of both. Yeah. I am one of them. I am one of them too. And, uh, it was, it was, it was really interesting. And we learned about the distillery process and we got to sample some whiskey and it was, it was really fun. Is Amy a whiskey fan? She is a whiskey fan. One mm. of her, her favorable, favorable drinks is a whiskey sour. Mm. Um, She's old school like that. Yeah, she is. And, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of her. I can't remember the name of the drink that she chose, but we did old get this. fashioned. No, I, I know it's not that, but what was cool. I've never done this before. At the end of the tour, we got three, I will say very small samples of whiskey. Cause do you remember when we went for that tour of mm -hmm. Wiggle Whiskey on, in Deutschtown, mm -hmm. which was a different mm -hmm. Wiggle Whiskey location? We sampled way more whiskey at that one. Mm -hmm. I will tell you. Yes, we did. <laughs> I will tell you that. Um, this one was a much more moderate sampling. Yeah. Um, but at the end, you got three small samples, but they provided bitters so that you could, you know, mix your drink, mix your. They they had a rye whiskey, a wheat whiskey, and a gin, mm -hmm. and you could apply bitters to your drink to kind of make your own you know, flavoring or whatever. And it was really cool because I've never used bitters ever in my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, I use them once in bartending school. That's it. <laughs> I do. They, they do make a, a big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, and I enjoyed two. I applied, there was an orange bitter that I really enjoyed. And then there was, it was just called aromatic and it was kind of like a general bitter that like just tasted great. You could, you could put it in anything mm -hmm. and it tasted fine. Um, and I really love the smell of lavender mm -hmm. and that was one of the bitters and I put it in the gin and it really tasted like I was drinking like an essential oil and I did not enjoy it. <laughs> really? <laughs> so I did strange. not enjoy that way, way back in the day in Young Life, we did this series of run-on skits where I could sell the whole skit for you, but basically you make the audience believe you're eating something you shouldn't. Like yeah. the biggest one is like you make a deodorant bar out of white chocolate. Oh, and yeah. so you cut the safety seal and you put it back on, or you do like the, the black shave, the, the Oreo cookie outsides and make it look like snuff. Uh, you put <laughs> vanilla pudding in for shampoo. Yeah. Uh, and we did a body spray and we, and you know, took the body spray out and just put in like water. Yeah. Yeah. Except we didn't empty the squirt part. <laughs> So there was a lot. Well, that, was, that was a rough one to get through without break and roll there. So I'm with you on the uh, lavender mouth. Oh, man. It was. I mean, I drank it. Let's be honest. Well, but it was it was rough. It was rough. But it was a great night with Amy and we had so much fun. And, you know, we talked a lot about 
just things we have going on that we we haven't touched base on. We talked a lot about Mags and where she is. She's 11 months old today, which is mind-boggling to me. I can't believe it's it's been 11 months already. She's almost a year old. <laughs> Wait. It took me a little bit there. I'm from Penn Hills. I didn't do hey, math oh, real well. I didn't, do Penn, I, did, I didn't do Penn Hills math it's well. It's not Penn Hills' fault. I, it was, yes, it is. I had a teacher that was awful, and so I'm going to blame him forever. <laughs> Boo. Uh, geometry teacher. He just... He was one of those guys that just gave up and knew he had tenure and just was like, whatever. And it just ruined me for math. Anyway, sorry back that. to Megs. Yeah, thank you. 11 you months. You deserve better. Yeah, you were like 11 months. I was like, wait a minute. She's a year old today? No, this doesn't <laughs> seem right. So, it's a baker. A baker's I'm a little, <laughs> little slow on that. So, yeah, 11 months today. 11 months today, man. Mm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. But how about you guys? What's going on? So... Not a whole lot, like nothing crazy like that. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. We actually dropped Ethan off at summer camp on Monday night, which this is actually great. Yeah, um, I feel like that's kind of a big deal in your life. It is, it is. And yeah. um, he's been doing it now. I think this is his fifth, either his fifth or fourth year. He's been what, doing it. What camp? Um, it, it's through people that we um, knew like from homeschooling. Ligonier camp? It's, it's out in... Um, Actually, Laurel Hill State Park. Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of over near Ohio Powell. Yeah, but yeah. We've actually camped there once um, with, with uh, Gregory and Anthony. Yes. And, yes. They hated each other at the end of the weekend, but then they were friends again when they got home. Sure. Right. <laughs> so that's where we. That's where he is. It's over actually where I used to camp as a, as a, as a teenager. Okay. Where I went to a camp called Supercharge, and I did it every summer um, from like seventh to ninth grade. And yeah. ninth grade, I was on staff, and so I was up there like the whole summer. Great. Wow. One of my favorite places on earth. Yeah. I love being up there. I love wow. camp. Camp is one of my favorite places. Yeah. Yeah. The mountains are amazing. Um, we have all our spots where you can go and like dip your feet in the stream. Jay, are you a camp guy? Not so much. I mean, like, okay. Mind you, I'm let an me Eagle Scout. <laughs> yeah, you are. But let me ask you this. Like, would you be cool if it was like in a cabin? Oh, hold on. Let's be. Let, I want Because there are different like levels of camping. Correct. Yeah. The bottom line is, I would I would not mind going camping, no matter what it is, in a tent or in sure, a cabin, whatever. I've done it, RV, right? Whatever. Sure, you would go and you well, would have a good time. And what's the next thing you're going to say? I don't know. Why would I enjoy it? Two reasons. Cooking oh, because relationships and, and hanging out, cooking fire, cooking over an yeah, open yeah. fire, talking. Because right. that's what camping is to me. It's just like. You're hanging out, you're talking with your friends, and you're cooking great food. Right. Yeah. So and everything. You, I'm just... married to someone who would, I mean, to her, camping is Motel 6. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that, she got no desire. Yeah. She'll go to Ogle Bay and stay in a cabin. Mm-hmm. Minus Boy Scouts. Did, like, did you Never. and your family camp? No, no. Gosh, no, no. What about well, you, We would Brian? go, actually, hold on. Yeah. We would go to, as we called it as children, Parker Darn State Park. Where's that? Oh, it's Parker Dam Start State Park. It's like an hour from here somewhere. And we'd run a cabin. <laughs> I've like, never heard of it. Yeah. Um, it's around here. <laughs> and we would get a cabin. And it was, I mean, <laughs> so a, you say it, is. it was a cabin. Okay. Like, yeah. A shell. Yeah. You know, and you, you had a fire in the fireplace to stay warm yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We went there a couple times, but that's it. So, me camping growing up. Brian, you but, were camping growing up. And hang on. So what area did you camp growing up? Same place. Oh, as you're talking Parker about. Dam, no, Park. Park, Parker Dam. Yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, we called it Parker Darn State I'm like, Park. I've never heard of this place. No, and we, both um, of you have we been camped there. at the same place that, that, that you're talking about. State Park. Yeah, yeah. That whole area. I've all, like, I've pretty much grown up there. You know, we went with um, another family or two um, and my parents that we, my parents didn't have a ton of money. Maybe money wasn't even a factor, but it was just like we camped a lot. Yeah. And we camped with this family and they had four kids and our parents were best friends. And like we were all over that whole. So like there's Ohio Pile and that yeah. whole section of it. We would go down and do the natural water slides. Yeah. And it's just the, just the fan. I love that area. I love getting off at the turnpike and then having that whole stretch of things where there's the pie shop or whatever that you yep. like. What are the things called that you like? Snails. Snails. Then you have all of that going on. Oh, and then, escargot? Not escargot. <laughs> yeah, that's like a pastry thing. Um, but you have that, and then you've got just all this trails and, and biking. And really, the first time I r- rode a bike, like, freely, my parents, it was yeah. up at camp. And my parents yeah, were like, go, totally. do whatever. Yeah. Come, here's, please, here's the get, please, please, right. leave us. Right. <laughs> just remember what campsite you're at, and yeah. uh, don't get lost. And, and it was a, that freedom as a kid where... 
Um, I just, I, I loved it so much. And so that's where Ethan is up there. And um, we're actually, so he, we dropped him off Monday night and uh, I got the worst heartburn from eating when, uh, not Wendy's, Dairy Queen. Um, and I think it was the Orange Julius that I had. And I always remembered Orange Julius as being like creamy, like going to the mall and getting like creamy. It was just more like orange juice, like frozen orange juice. I always remember them having like a weird, t- a weird tang. I always loved taste. them. Like I, I remember loving them because I thought that they were I, creamy. I was and never so, an orange Julius guy. So I ordered it and it was, I think it gave me heartburn and I was kind of bummed about that. But, <laughs> but that's, that's my food story. I, I had, I had a bad Dairy Queen experience. Um, <laughs> And I ate onion rings, and like I don't know if that contributed. I'm getting old, man. Like there's certain things you eat, and it's like, oh, give me heartburn. Yeah, I do love Dairy Queen's onion rings because they're not really onion rings. It's kind of like onion, it's more just crispy, flavored, yeah, fried. It's the, it's the crispy stuff. Oh, they're like, so let's good. Let's be though. honest. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, but we're also so we dropped him off Monday. We're also going back on Friday to pick him up, and we're like right that we're just gonna camp. So like we're gonna oh, pick you're him gonna up. Oh, keep it going then, for the weekend. Yeah, we're just gonna oh, go. He's like, oh, some... I can't wait to get a shower. <laughs> no, he, he, already, he already knows. He already knows we're doing that. He's looking forward to it. So it's, I mean, literally right down the road. Um, we're gonna go up a little bit early, set up camp, go over and get him when it's time to get him, and then um, camp Friday night. And oh, looks fun. like the weather's gonna be awesome. And oh, um, that's great. Come back Saturday. So awesome! What a cool family experience. It's gonna yeah. be great. And Abby's like just so giddy to do it. She can't wait. She loves. After we dropped Ethan off, we kind of went for a little walk down one of the trails, stuck our feet in one of the streams. I feel streams. like she's the camper. She's amazing. She just wants to do all the things. She wants to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. She is one with nature. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like nature is one with Abby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the other way around. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of camping. Yeah. And in backwards fashion, uh, you guys both know of... Uh, my assistant coach slash friend Todd. Todd, Todd, who I just spoke with him today. He just got out. He's on his vacation out in uh, in the Rockies, hmm. and uh, forty one miles over five days and walking, f- hiking, mm-hmm. yeah, and camping. Uh, That's thir- a lot. Man. Thirteen miles today. Wow, was the last leg. This was his vacation. That's his vacation. <laughs> Thirteen miles today in the Rockies at elevation. So, there couldn't be a more opposite vacation for. And I like hiking. I love like you know going to the top of the mountain, getting that view. But man, you guys like have to get both from, been on vacation with me. Not I a am, walker. <laughs> I very much want to sit on the beach. Enjoy the view of the ocean. Go in the ocean, swim, come back, lay on the beach. Yeah. Well, as a measurement, when we go up to Ohio Pile and, and ride bikes, yeah, we do like ten miles. We'll do like ten miles or five miles down one way, five miles back the other way. Yeah, and we're like, wow, that's a lot of biking. My 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 butt hurts. And meanwhile, Keith this guy's Stone's walking. Like, Keith Stone's like, like, hold my beer. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I did this before seven a.m. this morning. And actually, <laughs> well, or Pete and Pierce who went oh, to right. uh, it was DC. DC. Yeah. <laughs> Pete and I, do hey, you, you guys want to go to Scotty's Bog, and it's it's like you, you dig your own toilet. You got you and Ethan have any interest in camping? It's only there? like twenty six miles yeah. away. Yeah, you just dig, you just dig your own toilet and camp out. And you're like you're like, like. Let me be clear. And you want to do far, it in fifteen minutes? You're a far better father than I am in this regard. So no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to have this experience. I will Let's say this though, on. like you know, I I love biking, mm-hmm. and I feel like I could bike all day. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like growing. It is conditioning of your butt. Oh yeah, and being able to yep. sit a on air. Oh sure, there there's a joke there, but there like if you can condition your butt to be able to sit on a bike seat or saddle, as Keith Stone calls it, um, he would call it that, wouldn't he? He would. Um, Keith Stone would be your neighbor, who's sort of the every every man's man's man. I walked out of my house this morning. I got my bike because I've been biking around my neighborhood. Yeah, look at and you. Keith was already out there on his stationary bike. It's 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 not like a stationary bike. He was riding his stationary bike around the neighborhood. It is a bike. <laughs> That's how good that man yeah. is. Right. No, he literally puts his bike on a thing. Yeah. So it's not like one of those bikes you it's, see like it's not at a the, peloton. No. He just puts his bike on it, and he he was just biking. Right, it's a real bike. It's a real bike right. on a stand. On, yeah, it's well, it's because he's powering level. his generator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that powers home, the energy for Pittsburgh for his <laughs> like home surgical equipment that he does ju- on all the neighborhood <laughs> squirrels, <laughs> just to save their lives before he harvests them and oh. eats them. Wow, that's Keith Stone. That is Keith Stone in a nutshell. That's who he is. But speaking of one camping, of my favorite people, and man, we need to do brunch again because. 
I missed that. We haven't done it in a while. I haven't done it in brunch with Paul Peachy. Brunch with Paul Peachy. Paul Peachy. Dude, Paul Peachy and Keystone in the same room. Oh, Oh my god. Could get interesting. From 7th through 11th grade, I went to Canada with my dad to go fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was in a cabin. Now, it was Mm. the coolest experience because we would drive to Toronto, get on a plane, and by that I mean a train. Sleep on the train starting at, you know, we get on the train at 11 o'clock at night. Now, this wasn't ice fishing, though, was it? No. No. Okay. Be May. Kennywood picnic day for Penn Hills. Okay. Memorial Day weekend. All right. Instead of going to Kennywood, I would go to Canada. Um, Age? uh, Seventh through 11th grade. Okay. So 13 through 17. Mm -hmm. Get on the train, 1130 at night in Toronto. We would sleep on the train, wake up. We'd be way, 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 way north in Canada. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, how far? Way, 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 way north in Canada. Get off in the great town of Bisco Tasing, uh, where there are 65, no, the old lady died, 64 (laughs) people. (laughs) Little town store. (laughs) You'd get on a boat. It was sort of like a, they called it a barge, but it was just, it was like a pontoon boat Mm -hmm. that went five miles an hour. Like logs strung together with, uh, with hay. And you would go, like, I could tell stories, but I won't. And so you'd go about an hour and a half on that and then get off there, then walk up this pathway, Mm -hmm. get into another lake. And the cabin that we stayed in was there. Now, Mm -hmm. this cabin was great. It was much, you know, it's not like Parker Dam State Park. It was a real nice cabin. Yeah. They had food there. Mm -hmm. You would pay extra and you got meat. Mm -hmm. And so there was like a meat locker downstairs. She got steaks once a week, pork chops, everything else, which was great. So that doesn't really count as camping. But I mean, it would be That's camping. 40 degrees. That's camping. You know, and, I, and the one year I fell in three times, you know, and I'm in <laughs> sweatpants, jeans, you know, rain gear, and I fall in the water. Right. And, and it yeah. just became the running joke. But the one year we towed, and mind you, it was, like, and it was the only lake on this 28 square mile, only cabin on this 28 square mile lake. Oh, wow. So the fishing was unbelievable. That's why I don't fish now. Mm-hmm. Because there you you're just compare. like spoiled. Fish. Yep. Fish. <laughs> you know. You just reach down in the water. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we had heard of this virgin lake, which means there's no way you can get to it except yeah. by foot right. or mm-hmm. by boat. Gotcha. We'd heard of it. And there's some topographical maps where we looked at it. So my this dad. for like satellite imagery sure 1988 yeah google earth i don't think my six so we would have a we would have a boat and it had like a 10 horsepower engine so we towed a canoe 45 minutes up this lake finger lakes to this one area so my dad and i take the canoe to this small lake that was like 100 yards long carry it up these rapids which weren't that rapid if you will yeah and we find this other lake and it's called elbow lake because it literally looks like a check mark and we canoe all the way to the one end of Elbow Lake where we had heard there was a trapper, an old trapper's cabin that was there. We found that place and stayed there overnight. Wow. Wow. So that's my biggest claim to camping fame. I mean, that's, that's pretty, legit. I mean, like, it, that's I mean, awesome. It's like into the wild, but you guys lived. Right. Yeah. It's fun to watch you like retell like your that like that whole like journey. It's about as manly as a thing if I've ever it's done. Pretty awesome. And it's pretty manly. We had we caught a bunch of fish because that lake the so we caught northern pike, which around yeah. here um, is a road. They call them muskies, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yes, northern pike. northern pike is a road. <laughs> <Monroe. In> Monroe. <laughs> they would jump out of the water like bass because wow. they'd never been fished before. Like there was so they're a, living you, their dream. Right. They're like, oh, we don't have anything to worry about. Oh, hold the so crap. You, you, you could have made a double sport. You could have shot them. Oh, shot them when they like come skeet. out. They jumped exactly. out. There you go. Skeet fishing. So we had a bunch that we saved for breakfast the next day. Left them in the water on the stringer. Yeah. Came out the next day. All their gills were bone white. What does that mean? Why? I mean, the I know gills, what gills which are normally are. red. Well, because their blood is left because they're dead. No, they were still alive. Well, I don't know if they're still alive. Filled with leeches. Ooh, oh, man. No. And we were like, well, can you eat them? I mean, you know, you kind of... But there's no flavor. Well, no, I mean, in the, so we didn't. And I think we... Well, because we just caught fresh fish, whatever else. Yeah. And it was unbelievably warm that year. And so I'm fishing, standing in the water, hup, which you never do. Hup, hup. And I'm fishing with my shirt off and my jeans rolled up. And my dad starts <laughs> cracking up laughing. Because the black flies in Canada, you can't like see one of them. They're teeny tiny. But when they bite you, you swell up like a mosquito. He said, my back looked like I had gotten shot with a shotgun. I was bleeding down my back. At which point in time, I looked down at my big toe and there's a leaf on my big toe. So I move it off. 
It doesn't go off. It doesn't go off. It doesn't go off. I go reach it. It won't come off. So I grab my my knife. I reach down. I realize it's a leech sucking my uh, oh. big toe. Oh. And I just scrape it off with the knife. And these two little things of blood come pouring out of the top of my, uh, oh my big toe. Oh, Not a shark came because it was attracted to the blood. <laughs> which is weird. And uh, oh, killed it with the knife. God. All I can think of is that scene in Stand By Me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so on the train ride home, my, we counted and I had 127 <laughs> oh, black fly bites. No way. Yeah. Holy That's pretty awesome. Wow. That's pretty manly. That is, man, you peaked at a man that was it. when you I'm were out. a boy. <laughs> I'm it. That was yeah. the most masculine thing I've ever done. I'm it. That's that sounds over. like an amazing trip, though. Like, I mean, there's got to be. It was cool. And I've even said, like, I would love to go back up there. And then I go. Yeah, but I used to hate almost all of it. <laughs> like, you don't want to re- be done. <laughs> you don't want to reenact that. Yeah, there were moments I used to throw the. F- you talk about like PETA and that kind of stuff. There were like you, we would throw the fish back into the water, and I would try to make them like a perfect entry so there'd be no splash. <laughs> and there was this one place where we fished, and it had this huge big rock formation, and I would run up this path and throw them off the top of this waterfall <laughs> just to see how much of a splash I can make. I wasn't very nice to the fish. Uh, well, you let them that go. Is so good. But let me tell you, there ain't no eating like Canadian fish eating minutes after they've been caught. Man, there's yeah, a, but I do like good fresh, fresh fish, fish right after it's caught. And we would catch walleye, which you've ever had walleye. I've it never is, had walleye. Oh, it's so good. It's so flaky. It's mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's what we did years Sounds ago. Amazing. Update Man. on my life. Not much. Uh, we had a great family moment on Sunday night. Actually, all of Sunday. We had church Sunday morning. Yeah, we did. We went over to uh, the hers and we had a little pool time Sunday afternoon. I came late. Right, we passed. It was so funny because whenever I I texted the group and saying like, "Hey, Mags and I are gonna come over," you were he, Jay, you texted, "Yeah, come on over," and I was like, "He's almost ready to go." <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of everybody. You least. did. I was like, "Yeah, he's almost ready." Oh, to I leave. can talk about so many other things. Um, but <laughs> so then we left there, and the four of us. My family, Joe, Bella, Rachel, and myself, we went golfing for the first time as a family. Wow. Bella has only started golfing mm-hmm. this summer. Joe only started last fall. Rachel hasn't played in 20 years since I got her lessons. So wait, did you do like nine holes? We played nine holes. Okay. Three Lakes Golf Course. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, uh, children play free with a paying adult. Oh, that's cool. Still costs 50 bucks. Yeah. Which is but not cheap. No, but cheap but it, for golf. Cheaper than a movie. Right. So it was fine. I had some good shots. Uh, including snacks, you're right. Including snacks. Um, but it, the funniest part is first hole, Joe tees off and it goes, do right. Is right a slice or a hook? If you're right-handed, to the right is a slice. But it wasn't a yeah. slice. He hit it off the very tippy-tippy toe of the golf club. So it was, swing, <laughs> do right. like a man. That's right. <laughs> so then he hits another one. He's not even at the ladies' tee yet. And so we pull up and Rachel's getting ready to tee off. And again, she last played golf. I have no idea when. She's hit some balls here and there at the driving range. And I've always said Rachel plays like a man. She hits the ball far. I was I was actually just going to say <laughs> she could hit the ball probably twice as far as I could. She swears. She hits like a man. She can't chip, but she can't putt. <laughs> so hey. she's sitting there. <laughs> she squats. She, she always says you have to address the ball. So she walks up and says, hello, ball. <laughs> and she bounces and she does these that little. That is classic Rachel. Right. She swings and grunts. <laughs> as if she's playing tennis. <laughs> and laces it 200 yards right down the middle with a wow. slight drop. And my favorite part was the look on Joe's face. <laughs> he sits there and he's like, it's almost on the green. <laughs> and Rachel, being Rachel awesome. she's like, was that good though? Was it good? <laughs> like she wasn't even being smart. She's just like, oh, so, Okay. <laughs> And that is awesome. So it was fun. It was hard because, you know, they're still learning how to play and Bella's slow. And do you walk it or do you uh, oh, no, cart gosh, it? No, no, we're in carts. So <laughs> it was hard for me. It's still not real golf for me. Right. And, you know, and I worked on Joe's swing a little Why bit. Why is it but... not real golf? Because, like, you're like, you feel like you're doing other tasks. Yeah. I'm you know, how, you know by... how Jay walks through the, the grocery store? Yeah. Purposeful. Yes. Let's get what we need and go. That's yeah. what golf is for Jay. That's fair. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, okay. I can see. Right, so, here's what we got to do next. Now, imagine it, if I'm it. shopping with, I don't know, other people. Right. Who are off just <laughs> Like, say if we're around. on vacation, maybe right. an Acme. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to make sure, is Bella playing quick enough? Rachel, which that's another whole thing, because Joe. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> you got to worry about people making behind fun you. Making Rachel. Right. Joe making fun of Hi. 
My name's Rachel. I hit the ball really hard. I lose my ball. I need a tee. <laughs> and that's his mother that he's respecting. <laughs> right. So I've got to keep like trying. Vincent D'Onofrio from uh, Men in Black there. So we had a good time. Sugar. And, and I could go backwards to, to um, oh, well, then we come home and Penn Hills is on fire. Mm. All of Penn Which Hills. we will talk about this later. Yes. Yeah. But we had a good family time and community time and things like that after that. Um, but it was good. The night before we had my niece Mia and we went downtown. We went to Station Square. We went up uh, the incline mm-hmm. walked around through shiloh street shops went to a bakery got ice cream Ooh, shiloh took care of mia which i like to do i love to bless my nieces and nephews and then we were in the elevator at the parking garage with a really drunk lady and uh, that made it even better because she was just belligerent <laughs> and disgusting and and it was just funny because it was just an awkward moment yeah. in life and then you're going is she driving? Because there's two of them. Neither right. Ones. So we just got out of the parking garage as soon as we could. Just get ahead of them. And that's what we've been doing. Maybe wow. they were coming from a wedding. I don't know. Maybe. And that kind of leads us into our discussion. Wow. You know, last week we talked about our weddings. What set them apart. What made them special. And what and, didn't. And what didn't. <laughs> and uh, we have asked for people to comment. And thankfully, uh, some folks have Pull the chair Obliged. up to the table. And, yes. Uh, they're here oh to goodness. share. Yeah. Well, okay. So before we get You're into so ours, I am. Well, I, I want to share some joyous news. One of my favorite people that I work with that I've mentioned before, Kate, um, she got engaged on Friday. Congratulations, And I'm Kate. so excited for Does her. Does she listen? I, I think she's listened to an episode. I will encourage her to listen to this episode, though. I have two things to say. My nephew, Matthew, got engaged. I saw that. So awesome. Hashtag please marry me, P-L-E-C-Z, which is his last name. Well played. Well played. Except it's plush, so does it count? Yeah, it counts. So it is wedding season for growing numbers of people. Yeah, and another member of our team, Jill, who's also another lovely person on our team at work, also got engaged on Saturday. It's It's crazy right now. So Um, before we do that, I want to point out one of our somebody who's always has a permanent seat at our table, Josh Hughes. Josh, look at him. Look at him on Facebook. Filling in the blanks. I can't read and read the Facebook thing at the same time. He wrote, "Enjoying the show. Make sure you like and share to our friends on friends and family. Miss the show? Visit lunchtimeinrome.com for more ways to listen and much more." Josh wants a job. He's our PR guy. Notifications. Josh wants a job that we can't pay him for. Our social media uh, (laughs) king over here. I'm down. I'm down. You know what's interesting is I'm marrying. Josh and you're Morgan. marrying Josh. Does Rachel know? Josh and Morgan. wow. Let me tell you, as a guy who <laughs> officiates weddings, that joke never gets old. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> it, it gets was very never old. funny <laughs> once. But uh, uh, sneak preview: we actually ran into Josh and Morgan uh, late Sunday night as well when you were at the barbecue. Indeed, but I would like to share or the fire. Yeah, if you'll get to that, some of the things we asked people to let us know. What was going on at their weddings that made it special? What's going on? And so I want to share what some people did with mine. First, um, <laughs> first is my man, Nick, uh, who was one of the firefighters there on Sunday night. Thank you, Nick. Nick married Danielle. Danielle's Jewish. Uh, Nick is not at all. Mm-hmm. And so they got to Oy do vey. the whole stomping of the glass thing. Oh, cool. And, oh, uh, the Jewish tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And so he went to step on the glass, but he didn't think he broke it. So he stomped it like eight times in a row <laughs> to the point where Danielle was like, stop it. Stop it. It's dead. You've and already- I heard one, one of his friends said, it's a good wedding up until Nick curb stomped the glass. The <laughs> that set that wedding apart. <laughs> Another one is my man, Anthony DeMarco, who does listen to the show. Turtle. Uh, Turtle. There yeah. you go. Uh, and his wedding was only five minutes long, and the officiant called his wife Hope Autumn instead of Autumn Hope. Mm. Yeah. That is a... I've heard it before. I'm. Yeah, it, 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 that would be a true bummer of whoever is the... The, the officiant. The officiant. I wasn't sure the of the word. Um uh, them botching the name, yeah, that 
Oh, true do bo- better. True bo- yeah, do better. That is good for the transition. I did uh, two weddings last year with sand ceremonies. One, Corey, thank you so much for sand writing in. Ceremonies? Sand ceremony yep. where you have uh, some sort of a vessel. Mm-hmm. Alexis and, and I did this. Right. And in Corey's wedding, I, ma- I told them to make sure you practice. Mm-hmm. Make sure you practice because I'd been to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Where I stood, Hidden Valley, gorgeous. Oh, I love it. I'm the king of outside weddings. Mm-hmm. I do so few weddings inside. Hidden Valley, and I stand in front of 150 people. Up near where Ethan's camping, by the way. That's right. And I said, marriage is not 50-50. It's 100-100. Uh-huh. And these two are now going to take their own individual sand and pour it into their combined mm-hmm. frame Third. vessel. The yeah. unified one. And it's two the unified into one. one. Yes. Two into one. As they, and I told them to practice. And as they pour, uh, well, it, it only, they, it overfilled. One brought, one brought a pepper grinder. No, they both had too much sand. Oh. So they both only poured about 60, 70% of their sand into the middle. <laughs> so, and everyone's just looking no, at me. And not. I said, okay, maybe it's more like 60, 40. <laughs> it's not 100%. And so poor Corey at her wedding, uh, they didn't have enough sand. Uh, so now, but the, to their credit, every anniversary, they're just going to keep adding to it. <laughs> yeah, there you, so go. There you it's, go. Now it's a tradition it's and a it's tradition. all good. And it's going to be fun. It's kind of like marriage, you know? But we had some other people call in. Yes. And by that, I mean right. Call in. Yes. And by that, the, I mean the, comment. The After dark. Booth bees. Booth bees. Old lady and old man booth bee. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I was at their wedding and it was a beautiful wedding and if you if you live in the Pittsburgh area they reserved a one of the outlook um wait they reserved it yeah you can you can reserve it so they block it oh, off because last summer I did a wedding up there and we just did it like you just did it off we the, did a flash off, wedding off the cuff. is it good is it good all right let's go we now. just ran up and did it nobody's there no you can you can and it's it's relatively inexpensive um and yeah, you can have it to yourself. They block it off with like a chain and it says reserved, you know, whatever. And um it's like a it's like a balcony. How, what would you like an overlook? An overlook. Overlook balcony yeah, on Mount like Washington. Like a semicircle going out over the uh It's actually a full hills. circle. Yeah, and if you've ever seen circle. a picture of Pittsburgh, this is where every single picture has been taken. Minus the West End. Overlook. Sh- sure. Yeah. Um, Dave DiCello would tell you that. Oh, much. Dave DiCello, he takes the best pictures in the Berg. Um, he really does take a nice he picture. He really does. <laughs> Not a nice picture. <laughs> it's the best picture. Yeah, the best picture. He really does make. But we haven't married him. Great. He, he no. He we have not. Um, but they had their their wedding on an overlook. And Lauren write, wrote in and uh, said, "I have no regrets about our simple ceremony, and it was a very simple ceremony. And looking back." You know, we talked about our wedding last year or last week, and we we would have done something so much more simple than than what we did. And I and I love that they kept it very simple. So kudos to you guys. Um, and she goes on to say, we got married later, quote unquote, in life, and due to light due to the. I'm sorry. We got married later in life, and due to life, we had to get married rather quickly because they had just so much going on with their ministry. It's important and to clarify had, that, though. It wasn't a shotgun wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Lauren was not pregnant. Everything was fine. And uh, they just they wanted to get on with life together um, more quickly. So we got a permit and reserved a date, got close friends and immediate family, and had a short and sweet ceremony on Mount Washington. I loved how simple it was and no stress whatsoever. It really was. There was no stress. It was awesome. I wore a $25 dress that I found a few days before. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful day to marry the man I love, Justin Boothby. And like that, like her description of that day is like perfect. It was just a simple. When was it? It was last year. They've been married a little over a year. Month? Oh, I'm sorry, Boothbees. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just meant to remember the temperature. It wasn't like I wasn't like hot. Right. It could have been May. It could have been June. Might have been October. Sure. Um, but it was it was a beautiful day. It, it, and I, I remember not being uncomfortable. Right. And then we went to Buca de Beppo after. Ah, yes. And we had family style Italian, which was great. To look at the pictures on the wall. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are some nude ones. But, For uh, those of you who are not Buco de Beppo savvy. Right. <laughs> but Jay comically responded, uh, quote unquote, later in life, LOL. 
you're nowhere near later in life. And they aren't. They are young. Right. Are they 30? No. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you, that's, but in Justin's defense, in their did, in their culture, yes, when you go to a Christian college and everyone else is getting married at twenty one, twenty two, and looking at you like you have a disease, you're getting turned down for ministry jobs because you're single, and that is true. There are certain churches that if you're a, a youth pastor, you're going for a youth ministry position, and you are not married because it is quote-unquote, a package deal, even though like it's an unwritten rule, even though it shouldn't be. So Paul would have been disqualified, right. the, the Apostle Paul. Well, let's be honest. What kind of youth ministry is Paul? That's not exactly the guy you want leading your youth ministry. handling snakes. Hey, come see this guy that handles yeah, snakes. a valid point. Hey, watch me get out of these chains. <laughs> and he was always hanging out with two chains. Oh, snap. Because he was in prison with two chains. What? But he says, getting married at 27 feels like you're 50 years old behind everyone else. But man, you are ahead of the game. You got a great woman. You got a great marriage. And uh, I celebrate you guys and the simple, beautiful day that you guys had. A brief side note on later in life marriages. Uh, A friend of mine said one time, he said, you know, you don't get married when you're young because then your friends have no money. Because you wait, <laughs> you wait. Yeah, wait till they you, build up some he's, capital. He's mid mid to late thirties, people <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah, you got a little bit of figured out now. Yeah. They got some savings. That's they can right. afford yeah, to give you a little do. extra. That's what you do. <laughs> Crystal, it's all marketing. It's all about marketing. Crystal and Shane, I got to marry last year, and um, she read. A lot of people now do an expression of love. So you have your vows. Do mm-hmm. you uh, promise, you know, uh, mm-hmm. loving to share, cherish this day forward, sickness and health. And people want to write their own vows, but then you want to have to write it in like valve format mm-hmm. and it's awkward. So what they do instead is an expression of love. So they just get a chance in front of everybody to say how much they love the other person. Yeah. And it really works out well. And she did hers. Um, and gosh, everybody laughed. And it was so much fun because you can really make it personal. Uh, and the wedding I just did, mm. Steph and Aaron. Aaron, we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. The sous chef. Steph finished hers with, and I don't even mind that you fart in your sleep. And I mean, there's Rachel just passing out in the back. <laughs> the, you know, the beautiful bride saying the toot word from up front. Um, but that's a cool thing. And Monica, I did her wedding. I knew uh, Andy Halodnik, her son. He was in Young Life. And he's like, can you marry my mom? <laughs> it's like, um, What? I mean, but a second marriage officiate and, then, and they did the wedding knot. It's called the fisherman's knot. Yeah. I'm familiar. Tie it a certain way. And the cool thing about it is the tighter, the, the more pressure there is on the knot, the, the tighter, tighter it gets. gets. Yep. So I got to do that. And that meant a lot to her. And she wrote in. That's and, cool. And what was cool at my niece, uh, Natalie's wedding, Wyatt Carter's mom. Oh, Wyatt, Wyatt Carter. Carter. You son of a, <laughs> they had the bridal party hold the ends of the rope while they tied it and then they had the bridal party tighten it and what's funny about it is for me is i want everything to make sense mm-hmm. so you think about it and you're like okay but your bridal party is causing the knot to be tense like yeah. they're the ones causing the stress like they're oh supposed to be the gosh. ones alleviating the stress i was really hoping you'd say they would tie it and then had a tug of war and somebody fell. It off looked the stage. like that, right? And then fell into the. <laughs> and they uh, were making it tighter, but it was very stressful. Right. And my other thing is, what knot isn't tighter? The tighter you pull it. Mm-hmm. Well, slip knot. I guess. But that's kind of the point of a knot is to, yeah. is to tie it tight. Right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you've got something. Paul and Heidi, each of them chimed in. Oh, oh Paul and Heidi love those guys. Uh, Heidi Mercier, I remember lots of things that didn't go as planned for our wedding. For example, one bridesmaid canceled a month before the wedding and my maid of honor canceled a week before. Maid of honor. T. Maid of honor. Dishonor. I'm saying Dishonor. That. A week before. Unmade. Thankfully, my cousin and good friend stepped in at the last minute. Go ahead, cousin. The best man also got there five minutes before the ceremony because his submarine got in late and they drove all night to get there. Wow. And thing is, that was the best man? Not, Sorry. That was the best man? Uh, the best man also got there five minutes before. Five minutes um, before. Submarine. But the, that's a can't do better. Well, Not to fast forward, but like your submarine like docks and you drive like all night to get there five mm-hmm. minutes before the wedding starts. Even yeah. though you had a little bit of stress, you got there. You got there. Here's a cool that's part all, of that story. The wow. guy, not in the Navy. 
<laughs> he just popped the submarine. <laughs> he just has a submarine. <laughs> he got stuck. Paul <laughs> knows some people. Yeah. I'm just saying. He got stuck at the one down if at the there's anybody that, If there's anybody that I know that knows people, it's Paul. Canary, not yellow. <laughs> the main thing is we said our vows and got married. It was also snowing on our wedding day at the end of April, 14 years ago. And then Paul, wow. so that's Heidi's point of view um, or Heidi's memories and stories. Yeah. Paul, uh, LOL. I didn't get to eat any cake due to my new aunt's wedding night advice. Don't know what that means. We gave I want to hear the rest of that story, Paul. Said, Don't eat no cake. Don't eat we'll, no cake. We'll talk about that later, Paul. We gave out little bells and we were to kiss whenever they rang. I couldn't hear them because <laughs> Paul has a hearing um, deficiency. deficiency. So he couldn't hear the bells ringing. The priest gave Man. us... Yeah, that, like, like that's, a special moment. So they, so they threw them at him instead. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out with red welts, kind of like your back looked like after fishing. Exactly. I feel like we can joke because we're such good friends with Paul. <laughs> we'll go with that. We, we can. I love Paul. So the priest gave a sermon. He said that we wouldn't remember it later. That's all I remember of it. <laughs> all in all, it was one of the happiest days of my life. Mission accomplished. That's great. Well, but he proved the guy wrong. Yeah, right. Because he does remember. Well, he remembers the guy saying that. Right. Just none of what the substance of it was. All but, in all, hey, that's part of it. That's right. That's Counts. part of it. All right. And my mom chimed in. Do we want to do that? Uh, this guy, it's about your wedding. It's about my wedding. So yeah. we can't and really, we talked about it. We, we did that really last that. week. Okay. So we can't have a perspective. Okay. No. All right. Nope. Sorry, Gigi. Let's hear about Gigi's wedding. Um, yeah, yeah, Gigi. 1973. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear from you. Want to hear? I want to hear from Gigi. Or you Pop weren't Pop. there, dude. <laughs> All of their set. No, I wasn't there. No. Like a gleam in the eye. <laughs> but every picture I see of that, it is the most 70s look. Like my dad. <laughs> Let me. Your dad has like a mustache from like Magnum PI. Absolutely, and, and an afro, <laughs> and the lapels and, of his jacket actually yeah, go beyond just, his shoulders. It, they are like hemp. <laughs> <laughs> they actually got Suits. that the stealth bomber idea from the lapels on his jacket. <laughs> and it's like blue. It's it's like, you know, like powder. I don't know. It's insane. He still wears it. <laughs> to sleep in. To the beach. Eric, are you familiar with Lauren Nichols? Yeah. Lauren Nichols wrote in. Lauren no Nichols Shelton. We went to youth group together. That's why up I thought so. Yeah, oh, totally. I totally remember Lauren. So She's... not not Nichols of Nichols Photography or Nichols of Nichols. Or Nichols Bakery? I, no, Nichols. Nichols. Nichols Bakery. Sorry. That's their cousins. You're lying. That's true. I'm lying. <laughs> Her favorite part was praying and taking communion with my husband in front of friends and family. Wow. That is a very meaningful... A good friend played Bread and Wine by Josh Garrels as we took it. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. Well, what they didn't know was that the caterer put, in all caps, garlic bread <laughs> at the altar. So we got quite the garlicky mouthful and had to keep a straight Nothing face. Nothing makes for a good kiss than garlic well, Jesus, bread. Jesus had eaten a lot of hummus <laughs> she for She said, that. never knew the body of Jesus to be quite as fragrant. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... That's so great. That is a great moment. That's like when I was... Because that's like a memory. Yeah. Oh. Because like, I mean, yeah, you're going to remember communion at your wedding, but you're going to certainly remember garlic bread communion mm. at your wedding. That's awesome. Um, taking a quick back step away from weddings, but in similar fashion, when I was baptized, I told Bill Wren, the pastor, I said, number one, don't grab my nose. I will sneeze if you grab my nose. I will grab my own nose. And uh, maybe that was it. So why would he grab your nose? Because they would do that when they baptize you. Yeah. Oh, 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 baptism. Not like, huh? I'm I'm still, I'm sorry. You're still still thinking thinking of weddings. weddings. Yes. That's not a ceremony. (laughs) You may not kiss the bride. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't having no nose grabbing at my wedding. This is one of my favorite episodes ever, by the (laughs) way. So (laughs) he says, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And as he says, spirit, this spit globule comes oh. off and hits me in my right no. eye. Uh. So I'm now wincing as I see him grab for my nose <laughs> as he's sending me backwards <laughs> as I'm pushing my hand off of his hand. So now nobody's getting my nose. So now there's water flying up my nose. I come back up 
I got booger, not boogers, but I have spit in my eye, oh water in my, my nose. Gosh. I'm gasping for breath. And I'm like, oh, praise God. It's so great to be renewed. So just like poor Lauren, <laughs> yeah. this great momentous moment as they're looking at momentous moment. By momentous the way, moment. As they're looking at each other. Man, you could have totally played that up. Like you just had the most insane Holy Spirit moment. <laughs> the water. Like my baptism didn't go like that. I just went underwater. <laughs> It's uh, amazing. I have done a lot of weddings in a lot of random. I said I was the king of the outside wedding. Yeah. I did a wedding last year on the Gateway Clipper Fleet. Nice. And I that's, believe that's cool. that night went to a low of four. I believe oh, it was oh a gosh. high of 11. That we is not cool. We did not go up top. <laughs> Why not? But Beth wrote in. <laughs> so you were you were inside the. Inside. Yeah. It, was, it was great. It was absolutely that is very cool. great. Did Michael Scott do any team building like, exercises? Yeah, it was a little cruise. awkward. <laughs> It was a little awkward. Michael tried to do the wedding, and I was the one doing the wedding. I'm your party captain. Right. I was the actual captain. And Beth, I've mentioned her to you. Beth and Ken, her husband, they're the ones who are super game nerds. Yes. Like, they make you and Chris look like amateurs. Yeah, we're total They have have closets of games. Yeah. And the kind of games you and I, Brian, don't even know. For I have all. a couple bins in the in the garage. Right. No. They got closets. But they pointed out Ken wrapped uh, his vows. His uh, vows. Oh, snap. And it was it was pretty funny, but it came out like a poem. So was, that was her point. It just got a little <laughs> awkward at the end. But she said how I pointed out uh, to the kids and guests that it wasn't just their marriage, but it was for the whole family. It's because they're a blended family. And that is one of the sweetest things I've done. The Jacks who come to church. Uh, Debbie Jack and Brian Jack, their son, BJ, you know, he got married and, um, it was just a cool thing. And I, and I love the blendedness because then they say, you know, whoever's getting the family members that aren't the, you know, the new kids, if you will. Yeah. It's great when they pull them aside and, and they just sort of say, you know, this is for you too. And it's a whole family experience. Yeah. Um, and Jenna was the first wedding I ever did. That's Rachel's good friend. And she was just happy and how good it was. Um, that was one of my, that was my very first wedding and it was at a banquet facility. And so Mm -hmm. it was the wedding and the reception. Boom. (laughs) And it's so weird that that's very common now. But for me then I was like, Oh, what are we doing? This is okay. You know, it was just very different, but I want to end with this one. Don Pinner. Uh, Oh yeah. Don, they did a sand ceremony. Sorry. Hey, Don. Oh, Don. Don Pinner. Don and Kevin. They did a sand ceremony. And it's, they got it. The sand they used is from the beach where they met because they met in the outer banks. Oh, that's cool. Um, And the funny note is they used about a 35 pound bucket. They thought they needed a whole lot more (laughs) than they did. You don't need much to have a representation of the ceremony. Maybe like a small bowl. But Alexis, like our combined one is like this big and it fit on a knickknack shelf with salt because we did salt, not sand. Yeah. But anyway, so why salt? To... Salt of the earth, Jesus, uh, something like that. Yeah, it there, there was this whole thing, and <laughs> well, it, we're talking about uh, other people's weddings, yeah, not yours. So. That's true. Got to go back right. to it. <laughs> Most creative wedding venue, Brandon Graney, my man Brandon, who used to come to church till he got married and moved with his wife, uh, Julie, yeah. um, was at uh, I was going to say Pikes Peak, which would be really wrong, Cooper's Rock. West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, Pike speaks a little, a little bit different. different. But I will tell you this. Was it that was last year or two years ago? Uh look at almost three at this point. Wow. Probably Whoa. three Octobers ago. Wow. Uh but Maggie's I had a forty foot four. straight drop. Yeah. From either side I remember of them. the, the, the pictures. pictures. Yeah. Crazy wedding. Crazy wedding. That is pretty cool. So that was probably the most creative venue I've been to. Some barns. Mm-hmm. Sometimes outside weddings. Sometimes at a venue you could do better. Well, yes, you can do a lot better than some venues. And some people need to do better in life in general. That is true. So I will not tell my last wedding story. Oh. We will go on to the do better. No, I feel bad. No, it's okay. Brian, you have a story about somebody that can do better, specifically locally. Yeah. So this lady walks in. I don't know, I don't know if I would call her a lady. Uh, this person walks. <laughs> my mother would say no. Yeah, my mother's so, big on what a lady is, and this is not doesn't fit the description. No. Um, is it because she peed? Urinated actually would be a better term. Drop on, and trow in the first place on in Walmart. Yep, on potatoes. 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 Oh, potatoes. So this woman walks into Walmart in West Mifflin, PA, and. 
peas. Oh, oh snap. All over the, the potatoes. Bino potatoes. Um walks out and so it was they, they got her they caught footage of her. You know, obviously they um um interviewed some local people and, and uh the girl eventually you said turned herself in. She did, I think last so, night. Said she was embarrassed. That's good. I'm glad she was convicted and then she felt embarrassed. But like, man, it it almost makes you not just just not want to go anywhere anymore. Like people licking ice cream, people peeing on potatoes. Come on, people. What what breaks my heart is the produce guy or girl, <laughs> woman, whoever, whoever is working the produce at at this Walmart right. has to clean that. Like, yeah, you, do you clean it one potato at a time? Do you clean that? Like, well, uh, Walmart was awesome. very clear to say that they got rid of. They're tossing yeah. out the potatoes, but then you got to clean whatever like stand that it was on. And what other like you know like what a pain? What in protocols the butt. you have to go like OSHA? I mean, OSHA. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole over the top regulation yeah, of right. like you know like hazmat comes in. And now there's gonna be more. I, I, I just betcha. picture in Monsters Inc. Remember when whenever the, yeah. it's a fifty two yeah. nineteen or whatever it's the code is, <laughs> like he comes down and like. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene. They shave. They shave. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, if it was only that easy, but uh, it's so, like it's the worst. It's do better. Yeah. Do better. But Walmart did well in their part of it. Like they caught it right away. Got yeah. rid of it. Sanitized the entire area. Yeah. So, so good for Walmart. To, yeah. Kudos to Walmart. My do better this week is i'm gonna i'm gonna try to anonymize this as best as possible because i don't want to throw anybody under the bus anonymize i like it that is the word right yeah but i don't think i've heard it in context okay Um, to make anonymous to make anonymous so we had an event this this week in penn hills i referenced it earlier there was a fire a bad fire. Bad fire. And I'm super bummed. I wanted to try Big Shot Bob so badly. Yeah, right. It's this entire little strip. I've heard so much about it. They Good have wings. hundreds of yeah. flavors on their on their wings. Well, and I've wanted not, to try it. A little it. over 100. Now they've added a new one, apparently. They have. Did you hear yeah, about that? I did. I, that, can't do better. Let's save it for a can't do better. That could be a can't do better. Um, and I've always wanted to try it, but the plaza, including... What, three other businesses? Yes, a cleaners that have been there for 20 years. A reputable one. Evidently, it was very popular yeah. and people were bombed. And they interviewed guys like, I just dropped my stuff off <laughs> yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I've never got stuff dry cleaned before I in my life. I just dropped right? off my custom suit that I just bought in men's warehouse. when we took the family to go get near it, not to be in the way, but then we ended up right across the street from the fire. That was where we walked Who'd on you Sunday see? night. Uh, well... We saw a couple people, but there was a woman that had worked there for 20 years and was oh. just standing there staring at the fire. That's sad. It was very sad. Dude, I saw tons of people. Dude, That's not she was two weeks away Dude, from retirement. You wanted me to say Kelly. No, no. Jo- Josh. Oh, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Josh <laughs> and Morgan. Well, Kelly drove us home. Josh is number one. Yeah, Josh is um, number one. But. And a rental place and a uh, office. Yeah. Um, but yeah, response. Big Shop Bob's, I wanted, to, I, wanted to, I wanted to try that place out. So. There is a, a friend of ours that wanted to put on, is putting, it's on, putting on a night of appreciation for firefighters in the area. Because our fantastic. area firefighters are all volunteers. Yep. Yes, we do not have Let's any paid specific. firefighters. Penn Hills yeah. volunteer Penn Hills. firefighters Amazing are Amazing crew. Right. Some got injured because yep. Four did. the, the gas line had kept... Had kept on pumping gas and there was They shot ex- off two of the three explosion. gas lines, but they couldn't, fought, uh, they couldn't slash wouldn't. Uh, shut off the third. It was just a tragic situation. Um, and uh, so a loved one of ours, a, lo- uh, a beloved friend of ours is putting on an appreciation night for our firefighters. But then there's other people that like chime in and say, oh, don't, you know, support that, support this. Why are you blah, doing blah, blah, it on blah. Thursday? Why, why, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why can't we just all get together and support each other? And like we can support our firefighters or first responders you know, on other days, on other days, in other ways and in other ways. Exactly. Sorry. Like this is one night that we're, that we're appreciating our firefighters. We're doing it this way. You're doing it that way. And it's all fine. Both are fantastic. You can also do it again. We, yeah. We're going to do it again. We could do it more and we could do it. There's, it's been in hard. Other ways. It's been it's hard so for her as she's put it together. It's as almost as like people are speaking out of past hurts about other things. <laughs> 
If only it's, there was a podcast, right? Mm. That could help them but understand. Like, why do we shoot ourselves in the foot so much? Like, yeah. why? Why do you get angry or or jealous or envious of somebody else trying to help somebody else? The clinical else? term is butthurt. <laughs> and you know, maybe it's an attention thing. Yeah. Maybe it's like somebody that has been seeking attention and they thought they had the idea first to appreciate. Our, our first responders in, in, in a way and you know they don't want anybody well, it's a lot else of things. to it take be respect, the like I want you to respect the way I do things so I think you should do it on this day or this month or this oh, way gosh. or it should be and again the problem is there are times where there is just confusion because how are we doing it when are we doing it there's confusion but then there's people that are acting selfishly and trying to get their voice heard and let's do it this way there's people that don't like people so they're going to tell them they're you know and so you never even know is this person malicious or are they just asking a question and it can become overwhelming yeah and so you have to be convicted and okay am i doing the right thing am i blameless you know if i've made a mistake okay i need to own up sure. to it um, and, and offer a lot of grace in situations. Cause when you want to do good, if we took this from a very super spiritual level, then of course, uh, it's going to be torn apart mm-hmm. because you know, we, there's always good and then there's evil. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, my man, uh, Nick, who, uh, curb stomped the glass just commented. Um, <laughs> he was there. He is a firefighter. He yeah. was there. And uh, he said he wants to thank everybody for the appreciation we show and assisting with the event. That's so awesome. It's going to be a good time. Uh, regardless, I have a do better, which is, oops. No, Brian I was going to say, and that, and that, no, no, no. And that's what matters is when, when these firefighters go and feel, feel honored with a dinner, that's all that matters. All this that's other all that noise matters. and all this other right. crap, people can leave it at home, whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's but it is frustrating because it, it does it it threatens to take away from the 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 purity of the let moment. us love each other. Like, why can't we just love each other? I've said one of two things is going to happen tomorrow night. OK, there's going to be thousands of firefighters from all across America showing up and there's not enough food <laughs> or 10 people are going to come and they're going to just be sitting there with all this leftover stuff, which we already have a plan for the leftovers. We're taking it to the other fire companies nice. that helped out. Because of wind, yeah. so it that's was all pretty. Be taken well, and that's, that's another thing to call out. It was a big fire, so there's more than just Penn Hills fire. It burned for 14 hours. Yeah, gosh, 14 hours. That's it. Should have been out in two. They said because do better. The gas company wouldn't, couldn't, didn't shut off that third valve. Now, yeah. to their credit, they have come and said, you know what, that's our bad. That was our bad. We could have done better. Backwards at it, we <laughs> feel like uh, that was our bad. We could do better. And they initially blamed the. <laughs> The fire company. Well, they had their equipment there. We really yeah. couldn't. Get, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And fun fun fact about that little <laughs> shopping plaza. Little footnote. I actually did work in there when I was working for my contractor friend. We renovated one of those buildings. Now it would probably have been you know redone ten times since then. I thought you were going to say like, yeah, we put in the gas. Yeah, we put in the gas. We, <laughs> we, we crap. We work. I'll tell you. We that put much. that. We, we put that shutoff switch. Real <laughs> mysterious place. <laughs> we um. But uh, my can't do betters. One would be Big Shot Bob's, who uh, because that's just a branch that wing place. They yes. have others. They have like five locations, and they put out a thing saying, "Hey, let's lift up our Penn Hills location, and we're really sorry." And so now we're going to debut our new flavor, uh, which is our our ceiling. Our roof is on fire. Our ceilings on fire <laughs> is their new wing <laughs> flavor. Which I, they can make that joke. They right. can. That's okay. Um, can't. And, the, and the roof did collapse. Like that was another right. element of the fire, which is very scary. I feel like that would be a very, that's very a fire. scary. That's why you're like, yeah. <sighs> that's intense. Can't do better. Pepsi, if you look at the pictures, uh, there is a Pepsi cooler in Big Shot Bob's that the roof collapsed on. And that thing is as if it's brand new. Wow. Pepsi should use that in a promo Can't do somewhere. better, Pepsi. Can't do better. <laughs> I'm a co But uh, can't do better firefighters. Um, that's right. It was just, again, watching them. And I know a few of them um, and just watching how hard they work and their families, their spouses who support Mm. them, who let them do that. You know, Danielle posted something about Nick and just you just hope and Caroline, Mm -hmm. Mara, Corey, they were at the the concert and he came home and came out to Penn Hills to fight the fire after the concert. On a volunteer basis, On not getting paid a hundred thousand dollars to do this. They go in because they just want to do yeah, that. They do. It's in their hearts and can't do better rest of Penn Hills because the amount 
of people who have wanted to help with this appreciation dinner. We've had to shut off the volunteers. We've said, there's, awesome. there's, you know, we'd have twice as many volunteers as firefighters. Everybody wants to be a part of it. Local businesses donating churches that just had events. Trinity towers just had a big event. So they gave us all our leftovers. Nice. Wow. Lost and found pharmacy saying, what can we do? Yeah. Pasquale's pizza. We want to help everybody just wow, I love Pasquale's up. pizza. It's, it's, just, it's who, on the one hand, it's who people are. Right. Because I'm sure if this was Lafayette, Louisiana, why I picked that, I have no idea. They would be stepping up. Yeah. But boy, Penn Hills has stepped up in a big way. And I love uh, it here. I love know, our community. And that's and that's the beauty of people. And we're going to join each. You know, and it's just going to keep moving forward. And we're really excited about that because it's not just the fire. We just had a whole bunch of floods and everything else. Yeah. So yeah. they were working that for hours and hours on end. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people can't do better. And I'm excited about that. Can't do better. And on that note, we're going to wrap our show up. Thank you so much for listening. This is Lunchtime in Rome. You can visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, episode 37. We'll be putting show notes out there. Like, share, do all the things that Josh Hughes said in our Facebook Live post. Um, uh, So, um, again, thank you so much for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 